You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. Yes. That would be a harpsichord, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph Braswell. Yes. My favorite instrument. You do love the harpsichord, don't you? You do love the organ. The har- <laughs> oh, Nanda's really <laughs> proud of that one. Amanda, you took a drink everything. <laughs> took a sip and everything after that. That was a good one. Uh, welcome to the Hannibal After Buzz After Show. That was impressive. I am Joe Braswell. I'm joined by the hilarious Daniel Velasquez. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> and I'm also joined by the lovely Julia Carey. Hi, everybody. And I'm also joined by the Joe Samplebo. Mean spirited little man. <laughs> The lovely Joe Thank you. Now I feel pretty. You are. <laughs> uh, Hannibal, you know who feels pretty? Alana Bloom. Alana uh, Bloom. She she's in Bloom. Bad. Alana got yes. bloomed. <laughs> yes. There, there, there's two in a row. I think right. this is better. All right. Uh, Hannibal season two, episode six, Futamono. Uh, Joe Flippo, what's Futamono? Uh, Futamono. Am I saying it right? Is a lidded dish, typically a soup. Uh, it's a mid-course uh, on, uh, in, in the Kiyosaki. Uh, small but robust soup, and, um, and and that's what I've got for you. Right. A small but robust soup. There it is. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> so uh, that's this episode. So this was uh, uh, good as usual. Not one sucks. Not one sucks. <laughs> no, sucky, no sucky episodes of Hannibal, Brian Fuller. Um, we had a lot going on here. So we had Will really super exert all of his will powers from jail. Mm-hmm. We saw him in full manipulation mode, moving around chess pieces from his therapy cell, therapy cage. Uh, that looks like it may get him sprung, you know, after all. We'll... Oh, he didn't get himself sprung? Well, Hannibal sprung, Hannibal sprung him. As I predicted, Hannibal would spring him. Mm-hmm. You did predict that. Yes, I did. But, I hate uh, it when he's right. I just hate I it. I know, it sucks. Fills me uh, with anger. But he did do, he, Will was the master manipulator this episode. Uh, we see Hannibal. Also trying to compose his his harpsichord piece, which is I think metaphor for him trying to figure out what his next move is with Will. It's either oh, the yeah. harpsichord or the theremin. Those are the two instruments he yes. that I a lot of bloom. If you're going to bed with a guy who's two instruments, either the harpsichord or the theremin, you're going to bed with a weirdo. That is right. just how it works. Well, I, think, I think she's only interested in this third instrument. Oh, <sighs> I don't know. All right, it's all so bad. Then we it's have going uh, we also twelve year olds. All of you twelve year olds. <laughs> thank you, thank you for babysitting. <laughs> And that instrument would be the organ. I just had to. <laughs> just in case you didn't know what I was talking about. All right. So then the last. <laughs> we got nothing. There's, no, there's we're, nothing. We're, we're a punchy group today. Yeah, a little bit. All right. <laughs> it's hot out here. It's so hot. Okay. Uh, we have Jack starting to be hot on the trail. Uh, Jack Jack's actually starting to finally believe Will, thank mm-hmm. goodness, and is really starting to suspect Hannibal, which I thought would never happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alana Bloom is the opposite. She is done with Will. 
Uh, I thought she was in love with Will. That was quick. But like, she is full team Hannibal now. Oh yes, one hundred percent. She full is full of it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. She's dropped Will one hundred percent. Left him in the dust. Turned all her attention to Hannibal. And now, mm. you know what was interesting about Atlanta in this in this episode? I thought she is always so like voraciously defending the man she loves. Sure. As all season one, she was completely behind Will and 100% on his side and now she just dropped him in the dust and now she's yep. 100% behind Hannibal. Man, that's, that's, that's my nothing. kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Just all in. Ride or die. Mm-hmm. Ride or die. I think it might be the latter for her but I'm not gonna... <laughs> Yeah, it makes me sad. A lot of bloom. Yeah. And the last thing is we have uh, we have Dr. Chilton, uh, Mr. Crap Weasel, King-ish Crap Weasel. Yes, L- Lord High King-ish Crap Weasel. Yes. Uh, he, he, he seems to be very quickly... Um, he's getting snappy smart, man. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he solved it. I mean, yeah. with, with the help of Will, of course. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he solved it. He does a quick right turn for him, which is, uh, an op- opportunist turn, maybe. What do you call it? Darwinism, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, I'm not going to give him any reason to kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we have all that to talk about. We also have the appearance of, uh, of the lovely, uh, we had, we had, we had um, oh, in Dr. Gideon, I'm sorry. Gideon. We had Dr. Gideon. Uh, have a nice meal at the end there, which was... Oh, it's dark. Wow. And that's only because I hate cooking with clay. I mean, that's something I just really yes. don't understand. <laughs> uh, and then, of I'm course, sure. we have the appearance of Miriam Lass at the end. Boom. Mm. I think I predicted that in season one, that she wasn't dead. You're right. Uh-huh. You're reaching way back to season one. So I, I don't I remember two weeks ago, much less season that one. Atlanta and uh, Hannibal were going to get it on in season one. Boom. Two for two predictions. So uh, pay attention to my predictions, ladies and gentlemen. I, you Julia clearly knows things. Joe Flippo, what did you think of this episode? Like, I enjoyed like, this I very much. What, all the stuff that happened. As always, I enjoy it very much. Um, I, I think for me, when, when, when I get, I don't know, it's, it always seems like such a full plate. It always seems like they, they lay it out real nice and you get it real, you know, you get so many different colors and flavors and, 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 uh, and then at the end, that little, that little twist with Abel, which it, it, it's unnecessary. It's just, it's an unnecessary Gratuitous, thing. But, awesome. but, and, and we could just show you that we chopped his leg up, but that wouldn't be any fun. We, we baked it in clay. Yes. Because, uh, I've never heard of baking in clay, which probably makes me a, a, a Cretan, but, it was unbelievable, and and he's forced to eat. And I, I love the way I love I love Eddie Izzard. The way he's playing it, like, uh, oh well, hell, I guess I'll I guess I'll eat it. <laughs> you know, like well, yeah, it's a question. He's like, so this I, I meant to have this for my last. I meant, left, I meant to have my own leg for my last supper. And I was like, yes. It's like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> I guess that's it. I mean, you know, I'm crazy too. Uh, Julia, what do you think of this episode? Um. As always, I adored this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I feel like they just, they're adding more and more layers psychologically that are just fascinating to me. I didn't recognize, I think, a bit of a tonal shift mm-hmm. in this episode thus far in season two. I feel like it's been so, uh, all the time, very dark. And I feel like it was, there was slight, uh, moments that were reminiscent of season one where we added in a little bit of humor sure. instead of just everything being so ominous. And we went back to him cooking and going through the Rolodex and, and him sort of recapturing who he is and, and what makes him tick. Um, and it was creepy, but it was also pretty. I, I, I loved this episode. It was a more fun. Yeah, there yeah. Was, it was a little bit jovial at times. Yeah. Sometimes dare cooking. Dare I say. Yeah. yeah. You gotta cook some fools to have a good time doing it. Yes. I also love that we got like a new layer of Hannibal too. He's been very much so humanized in this oh, this like episode. The sexy Hannibal. Sexy Hannibal. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Are you falling for uh, Hannibal? No, I can't okay. do it. I can't. He really <laughs> no. is creepy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's creepy. Nando, are you falling for Hannibal? What do you think? 
I'm following him? Yeah, of course I'm following, following him. Following for him. I'm not falling for him. Okay. No, I don't go that way. Uh, but nothing wrong with that. I just don't go for serial killers. <laughs> right. uh, but what I love about this episode is that uh, finally we're moving forward. You know, I think I, I, I incorrectly predicted that I felt that Will would probably spend the rest of the season in prison. But whatever that is, there's a little buzz somewhere. Um, is that me? Yes. Yeah, that me. might be me. Plug it in. Push it harder. That's what she said. Right. Oh, oh, dear. So, someone talk. Someone talk. Flip someone talk. We got dead air. Flippo, tell me about <laughs> or, or either that or maybe Joe and I should share Mike. No, we're should fine. We do that? I'll, I'll, we'll fix that one. Okay. But anyway, so this uh, this episode moved forward pretty well. And uh, it looks like looks like Will's going to get out, first of all. Second of all, it was really interesting to see that layer of Hannibal, like you said. But not just sexy Hannibal. It was almost like, like poor me Hannibal. You got it? Yeah. Now I'm totally off. Right now. now I'm back on. Okay. Yeah, All right. We'll just have to deal with this for now. Sorry, guys. Uh, but, you know, just he, he was like playing a victim a bit. Like, oh, he's, his heart was broken. And he was, you know, you saw him in that first scene cutting up a heart on how he was his, his severed heart. Yeah, exactly. So we got to see a very different side of Hannibal. But, again, a lot of fun. Definitely got to learn a lot. Like, Alana Bloom knew Hannibal more longer than she's known Will or Jack. And then lastly, the most important thing, I think, is Jack's finally starting to get it. It's been like so many weeks. It's like, Jack, why are you being so dumb and why are you being so stubborn? And finally, he's starting to put the pieces together. So, yeah, what I liked about this episode is if you look back at this season, you'll see this is the episode where things are starting to happen finally. Yeah. Well, instinctively, you would think that Jack, and Jack has always instinctively known that Will is, you know, I mean, he wants to believe Will, but but he's so invested in Hannibal, and Will has always been crazy, his methodology has been crazy, so it's easier to believe that he'd lost his mind, especially with the overwhelming evidence that he had. So, you know, Mm -hmm. what do you do do with that? But, um, yeah, it's it's good to finally see Jack, you know, come, come, come along and do his thing. Um, the, 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 a lot of, one, the things I love about this episode from a tonal standpoint is something that Brian Fuller does, and he talked about this in one of his interviews, how there's so many sort of two-handers, right? There's so many like Will and Jack, Jack and Chilton, Will and Gideon, Hannibal and Lana. This whole scene is made up of these two-person scenes. And a lot of, he said, point blank, it's to save money, he says. Well, yeah, you know, but he says like, so he can have money for all those cool effect shots that they do. Uh, but, uh, Knowing that, and just knowing there'll be like a scene that's, I don't know, you know, four pages of just, you know, Will and Alana, or, 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 or Hannibal and Alana just talking, um, I'm riveted. Like, it's not boring to me at all. I love to see these people have these conversations. All these conversations were enlightening and wonderful. Um, and all these sort of face-offs, you know, between all these people I mentioned were great. Um, but well, let's get into some of them. So, um, we have the, one of the first ones we see is, is Will and Jack. And Jack's sort of rolling up on Will, like, you know, you <laughs> you did this, right? I mean, you know, I, I thought that was a very interesting, um, you know, you have the moment where Jack is like, I, I want to know your motive. Why would you do this? And that's when he, I feel like the, the second he knew that Will tried to kill Hannibal is really the second that Jack maybe started to doubt that Hannibal must be bad. I think he wants to believe Will is so good is good so bad that he thinks that if Will tried to kill Hannibal, maybe something is up. That was my take on it. What did you think? I, I didn't think so. I thought I thought it kind of went the other way. I kind of felt like uh, like there was very little. Um, I, I don't know. I, that, that was it was a tough scene for me in that regard because I couldn't figure out. Uh, you know, where, where 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 Jack's character was kind of landing as far as like like on on that spectrum was he 
was he suspicious or or which way did that push him because i think when he when he saw hannibal that scene was that scene was pretty damn clear like this guy is he's gonna die if i don't pick him up right now like this has got to be solved right now i i kind of felt like when by the time he got to will there was some anger, I thought, and I, I don't know if he. You felt like you felt like it pushed him the other way. There was different anger, but I think that he went in there like he didn't have to go have a conversation with Will. Like it's clear that Will, it's like so you did it, but there's a curiosity in Jack. Like I need to know why you did this. Here's a perfectly innocent man. I know you think he killed you, but why would you do this? You're smarter than this. Why would you do this? And I think that his explanation, you know, on top of Doctor Gittings' explanation, on top of some other things, I think it swayed Jack. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Julia, about anything? <laughs> about anything. <laughs> um, well, I think I touched on that a little bit in the last episode of um, I, I felt like that move on Will's part in, in this chess game mm-hmm. was was pretty much a win-win. So either the the orderly guy was successful in murdering Hannibal Lecter and now he's gone or he's not successful and everybody knows Jack and Alana or whoever else that he is so intent on killing this man, and he's so full of, of vengefulness towards him that he will go this far to get rid of him. And in and in that makes Jack and Alana sort of switch their thinking, sort mm-hmm. of what you were just touching on. Like, why does he want him ba- dead that badly that he would reach his arms through these prison walls to get to him? And why do you think Alana Bloom was so quick to just be like, is it just because she was so invested in him and now she's hurt? Or is it, or is it you know, because... Jack, that in that scene between again, another two-hander, that scene between um, Alana and Jack when they're walking the dogs, mm-hmm. and it's basically sort of saying like, you know, f and will, you know. Well, I mean, I, you've got I've, I've gotten to places with friends certainly where I've just kind of gone, you know what? I I can't help you anymore. There's nothing I can do for you. You you. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that, you know, we, we talked about this in October, I think. But I mean, like, there's people you, you, you kind of get to a space where you kind of go, well, you know what? There's nothing I can do for you. And, and a lot of time that, that journey you're on is kind of, is, 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 is very separate from where they're at. And, and then, you know, you know, months later you find out, oh, you know what? So and so was, you know, well, when you were giving up on him, he got back on track. And, the, you know, so I think that's, you know, a lot of, I, I don't feel like, uh, I just feel like she got to that place where we've all gotten to, you know, where eventually you go, you know, I got to cut my losses. I can't keep carrying water for this person. They're, they're, they're bananas. They're not acknowledging that, you know, if she's decided that he actually did do it, then she's, then what she's been pushing, pulling for this entire season is for him to come to terms with that, acknowledge it, and then move forward. And he hasn't done that. It's funny that you say that though, because you're saying pretty much, if, if, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit, that she's just realized he's just gone too crazy, so she's just given up on it. No, no, I'm saying, uh, well yes, I think that's part of it, but I think that, but I think the, the, what, what, what she's been waiting for is for him to acknowledge that he did do it. From her point of view, there was never a question as to whether or not Will did it. Well, at least at least this season. No, I think. no, I think she she thought that Will did it, but but guy, it's not his fault. It wasn't him. That's what I'm saying. So what she's been what she's been her point of view as far as the therapist goes is my understanding is she wants to, as soon as he acknowledges that he did it, then and stops playing the innocent thing, then we can actually fix him. But as as, as long as you're denying straight up that it was you and you're going after Hannibal, who's clearly a really sexy guy throwing a great dinner party, yeah. you know. Uh, if he's playing that game, I can't. I can't keep carrying well, water for thing. him. I mean, here's the thing: she's a therapist, so even even if she he seems to be a hopeless case, it's her job to still, as an you know, for her profession, 
to really work with him. But, but she- I think what she has is so much of a personal relationship with him and just seeing that he committed this act is a portrayal on their friendship. And as she said in that conversation with Jack when they were walking, she's known Hannibal and trusted Hannibal far longer than she's even known Will. So there goes this. You know, you put two friends up against each other and two friends, if me and Julia are at odds with each other and and I keep talking smack about Julia and you have to choose between the two of us, eventually you're going to go for the one that's not bitter. It doesn't matter. Well, you're probably going to go for me no, anyway. Um, it's not going to go for me anyway. But ah! you probably go for the one that's not going to be bitter talking about the other person all the time, talking about that person being a bitch or whatever, you know? Hey. I didn't say you. Wait. I just said what's happening right whatever. now. I don't, are we fighting? Everyone's breaking up in this episode. Are we, are we fighting? How yeah, much How fighting. much Go Girl did he drink? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So, I'm just saying, Julia. Well, fair enough. No, I, I completely I understand. That. No, I get it. Uh, um, well, let me, let, me, let me shift gears there. So, so you think that Jack, so, well, your official, you think that Jack's uh, Jack's shift here was was more due to the evidence, or was it more due to Will's? I think Jack's shift is also a little bit more to okay. Look, what am I going to have to do? And he's been stubborn and refusing to, but he's like, what am I going to have to do to appease Will? I think in a way he wants to appease Will. He's finally like, okay, you know what? Maybe I got to listen to this guy because who knows what's right. going to happen next? That's the way I looked at, at the way Jack was doing because it. it really for a man like that in control, it really takes a big shift for him to say. All right, I'm going to start paying attention to the evidence now. I think he finally was like, okay, if Will is this crazy to to try and kill him from behind bars using some other guy, maybe well, I should maybe I am missing something. Well, the other this. and the other thing to, to to factor into this mess is that the the Chesapeake Ripper did strike again at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. So yes. I mean, so I mean there's it, it, at some point Jack has got to, you know, you got to get out of that that fog. I mean, Hannibal's yeah. demanding they get out of that fog. Yeah. yeah. Um just, like first he says I'm 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 not I can't get involved in this anymore, Jack. It's not healthy for me. I can't get it. I can't play this game with you guys anymore. I'm I'm detaching myself from all this and this near death experience was too much for me. And in the meantime, I've killed this guy, this council member, really cool. I had really really cool murder. And uh, you guys are going to have to get Will in on it because I can't really deal with it. That's essentially what he's saying. He's not going to. Flowers were blooming for Bloom. For Bloom, for ooh, bloom. didn't put it together. Oh. So, um, so I mean, all that's going on. So Jack has very clear evidence that obviously Will is n- is not, never was the Chesapeake Ripper. And well, 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 I don't know. I don't know if he thought that right then and there until okay. The well, end. and then and then at but, least by the, by the time we got done with the with the orderly being killed. Uh, with the guard being killed, with all of the different lures, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Hannibal well, made it yeah, abundantly clear. Obviously, that that, that was that was that, that's what that was that was sprung yeah. him. Obviously, <laughs> but he wasn't sprung when the guy showed up with the, with the flower chest. But like, no. but I agree. I mean, this goes back to Beverly Katz also. Like that was a definite Chesapeake Ripper yeah. murder, yeah. which obviously wasn't Will, and obviously this is someone who is close. Really close to, 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 to this Will team, and the to team Will. And the case. Yeah, so I think that f- is forcing him to sh- to shift his focus a little bit. And not to mention, you know, uh, he did have a chat with Chilton, who Chilton said, at, who had to basically told him what Gideon and Will said, which well, makes me, I, I want to know, do you think, so that conversation, Will has that conversation with Gideon first through the walls and talking about Right, about the, about the dining room. Mm-hmm. And the question, I don't know, do, do, do you think that Will, is that another chess master manipulation move on the Oh, Will's no part? question. He oh, knows yes. Does he know that Chilton's listening? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the whole reason for the conversation. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm just curious if we all thought that. Yeah. So, because the whole thing was like, mm. so Will's, you know, working, then Courtney Chilton comes down and Will has a conversation with him as well. And then, so, I don't know, I feel like there's the a o- lot of... The only person whose motivations I don't quite understand are Abel Gideon's. 
Like, I, I, he's smart enough to have understood what was going on. He was smart enough to see what was happening. I just don't understand why he played it the way he did. Like, he just he just played all his pieces wrong. It's almost like he did it on purpose. But the weird thing, that, yeah, the thing that bothers me about that is it's almost as if Will knew uh, they were being listened to, but Gideon didn't. No, I think Gideon did. That's my point. Because he was very, oh, you want me to say that, that I was in his dining room with his blue, and he was describing the dining room. He didn't need right. to go into that kind of detail. If I say I was at Joe's at Braz's house, I just say I was at Braz's house. I don't describe your living room, so I mean, I, I think he knew too, and and I it was, at, but I don't understand why he would go to all the length to the to the to the like, hey, why would I? Why would he go out and say it all to Will, knowing he was being recorded? But when Chilton brought in Jack to interview him, he says, "No, nah, I have no idea what you're talking about." I, I genuinely think that Will got to him. I think Will Will was poking Gideon by saying, like, you know, you're gonna die too, you're gonna die. Like Gideon, he's like, how can how can I die? I'm in here. Because oh, when anybody's close to me, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna get got. I could see that because he he seemed to. It was almost kind of like really, really. If I said that I was in his house, in Hannibal's house, and described right. the house, and then and then he's with the guards and he's busy making that little crack about. I asked her, uh, what, what was that line? I asked her if she had, uh, if, if she had my, uh, if I had her eyes, or she had eyes for me. She so had I eyes had for me, so I had to take him. Yeah, but right before yeah, the why, guards. Yeah, why did he want to get? The, the, it's like he was tempting fate. Well, I I wasn't. I think he he I I. I Tempting fate implies that he was. It was a fifty-fifty. Like maybe they're going to mess me up. Maybe they're not. It seemed to me it was like a slam dunk. Like he right. knew I'm going to. I'm going to get. I might get killed right here by these guys brutally. Hmm. And, and he did it anyway. That's what I just don't. I don't understand what the the, the reasoning was. Yeah, it, it almost felt like he was trying to get sprung. Yeah, maybe he was, he was trying to get further away from Will. Because Will requested that he move that they move him into. So he wanted. The, you think he wanted to move the infirmary? Yeah, just that was the motivation. Stay away from Will because I thought uh, oh, I was wondering about Will and that move and that chess move of having Gideon come uh, to be next to him because he did point blank say, you know, you're a marked man now or whatever he said. Right. You you have an expiration date or whatever mm-hmm. because now you're close to me. Mm-hmm. Did he really believe that? So did he really think that in moving Gideon next to him? Yes, they could have this whole conversation that Chilton will hear and Chilton will report on, but also maybe this does get rid of Gideon too. It also lures Hannibal out because he is close to Will now. So Hannibal now has to get rid of him. Another murder from the Chesapeake River, Ripper, which is obviously not him. Right. So I just think it was master manipulation there. Well, sure, and he's able to get it, but he got, and he also was able to get that message loud and clear to Jack. Mm -hmm. We told him directly, like, look, uh, Hannibal's going to be playing a dinner party. Because he's a ripper and he just killed, he's killed a bunch of folks and so look for a dinner party. And Jack's like, yeah, what dinner party? And sure enough, dinner party. Dinner party. Right. And then when, uh, uh, Chilton was like, oh yeah, he's a cannibal. Like, it makes perfect sense. It fits the profile. Uh, you know, he talks, he talks about, um, um, it's a very diabolical nature. Um, wait, hold on. There's, um, I'm looking at the wrong notes. Um, the control aspect, the dominance, the dominance. The, the, the dominance. Yeah, cannibalism is an act of extreme dominance. Yes, right? yes. And, and love it, that line. It is the first time that we have that we hear Hannibal the cannibal, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I believe so. He yes. coined it. Yeah, He's proud of it too. He's attracted to the medical and physiological fields because they offer power over man. Yes, and cannibalism is an act of dominance. Yeah, Hannibal the cannibal. Hannibal the cannibal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was the one. Um. So yeah. So, but it, it, but I was very interested in Chilton. I actually really liked him in this. I did too. I liked his mm-hmm. confidence yeah. because I always thought of him as a sort of a weaselly, scared guy, which is how he's kind of played in Silence of the Lambs a little bit. But I feel like that he's very 
confident, like with his own, his, his arrogance. And he's like, I want to be the one to catch the Ripper. I want to be the one to catch Hannibal. I want to solve this. And Wilt knows this about him. So I was trying to, you know, play into that. But I did like when he had that final confrontation with Gideon, like he didn't blink. Like this is a guy who took out his insides and rearranged them, but he was nose to nose with him. And he realized like, oh, this guy's not afraid. He went to the dinner party, even though he knew, you know, he might get, he might get eaten, but he's, he, I'm, but I'm going to go and I can't miss this. You know, <laughs> he, he he strikes me as like like a, like a secondary alpha. It, it's very interesting, like because yes. he's cruising he's cruising around with like like genuine badass alphas. Yeah, like, you know, like Hannibal's an alpha, Jack is an alpha, sure. but Chilton is is a, you know he's a B plus at, at best. But he's going to be the one that makes it through this, at least through this part. Maybe right. not through mm-hmm. the next. But we we know that later on that he doesn't do so hot. But at least through this part, we know he makes it through because he's, he's at least he's able to navigate. Which sure. is and, he, and the way he's navigating is frankly impressive. You know, because he's, na- he's he's playing this game with with Hannibal, and he's playing the game with Jack, and he's playing the game with Will, and you know, and and obviously with uh, with Abel, he's playing he's playing all four guys. You know, it's just tricky. Here's my question, Julia how did how did Hannibal know? I mean, after so we, I, we you know, it's very misdirection. You know, in in, in this in the teleplay here for us, which I kind of don't like when the when they're leading us one place, but it's it goes somewhere else. But how do you think Hannibal knew that uh, not to make? the food out of people. I don't know. I had a couple of questions. How did Hannibal know? How did Hannibal know that Gideon was in the infirmary? Well, maybe he's a doctor. He he's a doctor. He might have access to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was okay with that. I, think. Uh, yeah. I was okay with that part. But that, okay, yeah, I, that was another one of my I questions. Mean, we saw How him did he know? Everything. Yeah. We saw him prepping the Kobe and mm-hmm. this and that and doing the whole nine yards. With the Rolodex, looking up people. Yeah. With the Rolodex. Everything. It's like yeah. the same methodology. So, it's, you know, that's that, again, that misdirection by the, we're like, oh, he's making a so is he's, party pool full of people. So could he just be playing a game? I mean, because he did kill all those people, right? We yeah. saw all those bodies wheeled yeah. in. It's got to so, be a storage unit with a bunch of freezers. Well, I've seen his in He's the, got a Viking yeah. full of people right now. Yes. Because you know he only goes top of the line. Yes. I don't know how he knew that because he looked slightly panicked when. Yeah, again, when another misdirection. Asked. I didn't like that. I mean, I, I really criticize Hannibal and Fuller and the guys. I just didn't like the whole being manipulated that way. Hmm. You know, it's, it felt a little. It felt that it, like they didn't earn that. Yeah. Uh, th- th- that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Hannibal's like, whoa, sorry, well, Jack. We're like, oh no, how's it God, of course, there's no. Yeah, nothing. No people. Uh, well, I, humans. But I, I do think though, if if you look at it from that point of view, then then he's got you know he's he's done he's he's playing such a, a such a high level game. He's like, all right, I'm going to do two straight up Chesapeake Ripper murders back to back. Here they are, boom, city councilman with the flowers, all the symbolism. Very clear that you have to be someone on my level to pull this off. You can't. You're not just somebody whacking somebody. This is this is me. This right. is deep. And then and then we'll do we'll do the uh, the second murder in the hospital. With every, with a lure from every single, every single person that I've killed as a Chesapeake River, every, every little bit of DNA, and here's even a little bit of bark, as send you somewhere else. Tied exactly the way Will ties his. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Will can't do that. How, 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 I mean, God, it's unbelievable how much time, right? That must have taken. And then, but, but, so we'll do that on the left hand side, on the right hand side, I'm gonna throw the dinner party, get you all excited about it, but I'm not gonna, not, not a drop of human meat's gonna be at that dinner party. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's a crazy just, plan. He's playing a game, mm. crazy game. I and this is the other question, which is, I mean, it has to be true. But that piece of bark, did Hannibal plant the bark, or that did Hannibal slip up? I was wondering about Cause that. Because we don't, because we're, we're conditioned to think that Hannibal does not make mistakes. But I mean, I don't think he's Hannibal only makes human. mistakes. He's only human. I, I just can't see, mistakes. but I can't see him having someone survive and be found. But is he? he but, was but, pretty but, deliberate. 
Although you know, I, w- I will say I was very surprised. Yes. I was surprised to see Jack do do this by himself. Sure, that was especially great. after what happened with Beverly. It's he like, come on, it's like yes. time. The trench coat, the hat, backup. Yeah, yeah backup. Don't do a Beverly with, yeah, hat. I Gosh, I wish there too. was an organization where there was more than one or two people, <laughs> and they it's could. It's called the FBI. Oh, oh, oh. Well, may- maybe they have limited resources, and no. they simply can't send more government. than one person. Federal, the cops of the federal government. Jesus, they got people. It just it fills me with anxiety. I don't care for it. Sure. So he goes in. He decides to go in solo. Uh, he does fine, but I'm, I'm just really curious. Just, I'm driving me nuts about this bark. I'm like, God, did Hannibal? But he didn't. But he couldn't have. But then he wanted her to find her. But then what is she? Is she, lobot- is she lobotomized? Is she a robot? Is she brainwashed? Not a robot, but you know, is she like? How, how, you know, we know that she found Hannibal. That's why she got got. Mm-hmm. So presumably, he opens a thing. He's like, Oh my God, Hannibal's a killer. I found the thing. Blah blah blah. Unless he opens a thing and he goes, you know, he asks Miriam, and she's like, Derp. Hmm. Derp. That's terrible. <laughs> she's been down that hole for a long, long time. time. And she's missing one arm, right? She, yeah, she's, she's missing she's one arm. One I think you know, a tooth, at least one. Yeah. Right. She's more. missing one arm, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's well, there's, there's some stuff kicking around the stuff. internet that she would probably have Stockholm Syndrome, which would make sense. Okay. You know? So, mm-hmm. which, yeah, there's a lot of, like, maybe he's brainwashed her and, he, and she's going to tell him that it was a lot of bloom the whole time or something, you know, mm-hmm. something else. Right. Or she's going to say it was Will Graham or maybe she'll say, you know, whatever Hannibal wants her to say. But uh, that's driving me nuts. It was nuts. also... I don't want to uh, jump to predictions, but I want to know what, what do you think is going to happen with her? Well, I don't know about her, but there was a very uh, specific empty hole the first one he opened was very empty. Right. So I'm wondering who was in there that Who's he probably moved, which I think is Abigail Hubs. And he moved her on purpose. I'm working this out right now. This you is think, all just wait, coming you think to Abigail me. Abigail Hobbs is alive or was alive? I think Abigail Hobbs is alive. Okay. I agree with you. Abigail Hobbs. Abigail Hobbs living. So Abigail Hobbs was in so the first I think, container. So maybe he put that bark in there on purpose, knowing Jack would go there and find Miriam, but moved Abigail from her hole. So mm. he didn't find her. So he could mm. keep her... For for shenanigans later. All right, shenanigans. That whole thing was uh, because he he looked pretty triumphant. Very triumphant, and, and he finished his piece. Yes, like as he's on the harpsichord, it was almost like again. It's like how am I gonna? What am I gonna do here? Like he's working this piece out. Finale. He's trying to fin- figure out. He's got Will, who's clearly trying to kill him. He's got to figure out whether he's gonna spring Will still. Is he gonna do all this other stuff? And he. Finishes this piece. Also, Did, how long has this plan been in the works since he's had Miriam for years? How yeah. long has he been waiting to unveil her? And for what purpose? Exactly. I, you know, I don't. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Did, I don't remember exactly how it played out in the episode. Did Did they cut away from Miriam to Hannibal finishing the piece? Mm-hmm. Is that how it ended? With a little yes. smirk. Okay, then the bark was planted. Yeah. Okay. And he moved Abigail. You have it all figured out. I'm just saying. <laughs> if we're ending on the piece that he's writing... And and yeah. and you know he found Miriam. Blah 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 blah. Ding 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 Yeah, <laughs> no question. That's my harp of course. That was good. Uh, nice. And uh, but before that, we must get to. We, we talked about it briefly, but the whole uh, you know Gideon uh, dinner. Mm. I'm having that a was, friend for dinner. I, I said it before two weeks ago, and I think that you know this thing does the gore and it does the suspense. Uh, this thing being Hannibal, the show. Uh, but the psychological humor, the psychological torture that Brian Fuller is putting me through, curse you, <laughs> B. Fuller, because that, like, just the, I can't even get that out of my head what that would be like, the idea of being fed your own 
leg. And it was just now, played so beautifully by, by uh, both of them, by, by both Mads them. And, and Eddie Izzard. Now that we, moment where he put that piece of meat in his mouth. <laughs> and we also know the same mouth that Alana Bloom kissed. As uh, Vanilla Cupcake pointed out in one of our tweets here. But mm. like, the... Um, uh, this is not the first time we you know, we know this from the the book Hannibal that this is what he does. He does this in the, in, in the book Hannibal. He does it. He you know, does the little brain thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The brain and him and Clarice dine together, and then they run off and they 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 run off together as a couple. That didn't happen in the movie. In the movie, <laughs> he does that to Ray Liotta. Poor Ray Liotta, and does that to him, but Clarice. That's a great scene. Yeah, that was a horrible scene. Mm. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, we know that Hannibal that that's something he does. Which is when he really, really is doesn't like you. He wants I guess. to stick it to you. <laughs> um, wait a minute. Do you think that he made um, Miriam eat her own arm? No, because like he, he gave he showed the arm. That's he right. sent that. One. Yeah, he, yeah, he allowed That's them to right. find that. He left the arm. That's right. Okay, never mind. I'm not saying afraid. All right, <laughs> you're right. So, uh, so let's before let's back backtracking more. Um, the tree. So we we find the tree. The tree guy. We get we get Labor from uh, Zeller and Price, who I love. Who uh, I read somewhere they they remarkably recovered from Beverly Cats. So they're back to quipping. They're pretty to, quippy. Back to quipping about Kobe beef and you know it's like hey, those you know, varicose vines. Varicose vines. Oh, <laughs> you know those Zeller. those are the times I wonder like did they shoot something out of sequence or did they did the guys think this would be an episode two weeks later and they decided to change the timeline because I mean I, I, I this is this that's is pretty bad taste series. I want I want the web series back oh yeah yeah <laughs> Zeller and Scott Price. Aaron Zeller and Price <laughs> so that, I just want to mention those guys because they're they're great uh, but what we haven't really got into uh, is the Alana Bloom situation you know. Um, in terms of well, somebody got into the Alana Bloom situation. <laughs> Yo, she was a saucy little vixen in this one. She, she was, uh huh. You know, she She's, was. She is governed by her loins. Uh, now the other thing, loins. <laughs> the other question I have for you guys was: This all part of Hannibal's plan? Because when he when he told Will, I'll, I'll give Alana Bloom my regards. Was this Hannibal really just putting? I'm going to full court press seduce her. No, because she was his alibi. I'll tell you what. I think it's target oppor- target of opportunity. Okay. I think he's ready to go, but he's 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 prepared to improv. And if Alana is clearly down for the cause, yeah, you know it, there was no pressure. I mean, I mean, he just laid, he, you know, he may have laid some crumbs on the table. She made, you know, a little pigeon up the crumbs. That's right. fine. But at the end of the day, I don't think he had it planned out. But when he went to go handle Gideon, he, 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 what I'm saying is he was ready to go. Right. He was he's ready to execute. But I don't think he. I don't no think he. Intended. She made the first. Huh? Yeah. She made the first move. That's what I'm she saying. went in for the kiss. Right. I think he. I think he's been playing her all along, and I, I think it was part of his plan. You think I, he's that good? I think he's that good. It was just the alibi. He's piece. a great manipulator. Yeah, the piece where Jack comes well, in, like, "Where you at, Hannibal? Where you been?" She's like, "He's been with me in his in his, in his little shirt. In his all shirt. all yeah. she was missing was a double quadruple Windsor." <laughs> <laughs> she tried, just didn't have time. Oh, I mean, uh, screw it! I'll even go down. when he left Will the, in the beginning of the episode, suit. he was like, I'll, "I'll send my regards to Alana." For yes. you. Yeah, so yeah. obviously he, it was his way of saying, I'm going to get her later on this episode. Yeah, I, I thought, do I thought it. he was going to kill her. I didn't know he was going to stup her. I didn't, no, I, I I, it, it was a stup. It was a stup goodbye. It was like, how about them apples? Yeah. Type of thing, <laughs> I you know? stupped her for you. <laughs> I'm going to oh, stup her. God, what is sex with Hannibal like? Ah. I don't know. Well, you know, I couldn't help like think about that. I, I thought I thought the same thing, and I thought to myself, he's very good at people suits. So maybe he's he, maybe he's a great lay. He maybe, might be I like imagine he is. Yeah. Don't give me looks. Don't I give me looks. Imagine. It didn't. It didn't occur to you. He's a super yeah, neat freak. I, I could see him with that outfit. 
No, plastic outfit. The plastic suit. The plastic suit. <laughs> he's in a Superman. He's in a space suit. Yeah, he's in a space suit. <laughs> All right. Well, well, protection. That's protection. You're protection. Him. on the sheets. That's you ain't getting pregnant. You know that. So, <laughs> so we know now. I mean, things are starting to become starting to you know all make sense again. You know, Will is Hannibal's finally done what I said he would do, which is spring Will. Will is will be you know you know vindicated. Also, who will be vindicated is uh, Doctor Chilton, who is very grinny and patting himself in the back when when he realizes that. And I'm really very curious to realize how Chilton interacts with Hannibal. Now that he knows the truth, especially when, especially when Will gets free, you know, well, how that's going to interact. What Jack's going to do, because Jack's always wanted, he's pissed at Will, but he's wanted to trust Will. So I'll see what, what happens there. But uh, I'm really, really, really super, super curious about uh, how, uh, in terms of what what's going to play out next. Like, does, 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 does Jack, I mean, does uh, Will just go right back to profiling? Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this. But before we go there, I got a question for you. Aside from, I mean, all the stuff Will has done, all the stuff Will has done up and up, up, up this season to try and figure this all out, to try and navigate through this whole mess. The only thing he's been successful at is having the orderly go after Hannibal. And other than oh, that, no, he's been successful in this, getting Beverly. Well, let this me ask. Episode he was he did everything. Well, no, I, he didn't. I, this is all on Hannibal's terms. This is all back on Hannibal's terms. Hannibal, Killian, Chilton, Jack. All on Hannibal's terms. I'm telling you that the only reason Will is getting out is because Hannibal killed the the the, the state the, the assemblyman and 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 the order and and the what you call right. and the guard as the Chesapeake Ripper right. clearly, and he left all the pieces that they could they could not deny by there was no there was there was beyond doubt that Will was not the Chesapeake Ripper, but that's all because Hannibal said so. Do you think Hannibal wants Will out to? Toy with him more? Yeah. Well, Hannibal has or, no control over Will in prison. Or he, does she? What does he want to kill him? Can't I don't think. I prison. don't know if he wants to kill him, but he definitely feels. He definitely feels uh, like Will has stepped up his game, and that he has a handicap being in prison, knowing that Chilton's keeping him from seeing Hannibal, knowing that he, there's all these conversations that Will can have with Gideon or who knows whatever else, and feed them information. And he even said it. Uh, he said it, even though like he quit the force, like the accusations are still trailing him because he knows that he can't control Will in prison. But with Will out now. Now he has more access to him. Now he can definitely play a little cat and mouse, and he can definitely get to Will. It was something he could not do while Will was in prison. I agree. So now that we have everyone on, on, you know, we have all these people on, um, presumably back on Will's side. Like Jack has to be on Will's side at this point. Chilton's on Will's side at this point. Uh, you know, you know, of course Zeller and Price got to be on Will's side. Even Zeller, you know, who who didn't like Will initially. Like, where does this leave a lot of bloom? Is she going to be like, you guys are all crazy. Hannibal's the best. I mean, like, how does she, you know, especially with the appearance of Miriam. I mean, do you think Alana's going to stick with Hannibal? Do you think she's going to die? Like, well, I don't understand where, where the Alana, where, where there's Alana Bloom with Hannibal, mm-hmm. with, all of her, with all, of her, all of her team on one side. I think she's there to torture Will. I think Hannibal's going to use him, use her to torture Will once he gets out. Whether it's because they're a couple now, or it's uh, physical torture, whatever it is, I think he's going to dangle her in front of him, and that's going to drive him insane. Hmm. Any thoughts on Hannibal's play with Miriam? Why? I mean, that's the thing that doesn't make sense right now. 
because we have not seen a survivor <laughs> of it. And, and I mean, look, if, if he kept Miriam alive, why didn't he keep Beverly alive? You know, that's, that's why, that's what kind of makes it weird. We were all hoping that maybe, maybe Beverly Katz would be kept alive at the end of that episode a couple of weeks ago. And we obviously saw that she wasn't, but what made Miriam, especially because Miriam was supposed to be, wasn't Miriam supposed to be his last kill in that pattern a couple of years ago? If I remember correctly. I, I thought remember. it was in the midst. In the I, I don't remember. If or it was in the last. midst of it, but that was, was something. It was definitely within that streak. So she became somebody in that streak. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, it just confuses me what his play is there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a level of psychological warfare on Jack too, since Jack's getting so close, and Jack is obviously suspecting him. Um, I think he's been saving her for when Jack got too close to sort of bring her out. I don't know why or how, mm. but I think it, this is all fueled towards Jack. Hmm. I think that's really a, an amazing play to think that far ahead. It's a lot. It's a long a couple play. of years. That's a long ass play. And, the, and the, so now we also we're here kind of at the halfway point of the season, and we know that you know this this season is sort of uh, you know Red Dragon. Sorry, it's Silence of the Lambs in reverse, if you will, and that's kind of what we're having with Will on one side. So we know um, you know Will's out. I, so I wonder what these last six episodes hold. We know what episode thirteen holds, which is Jack and Han- Jack and Hannibal. You know, in, in a confrontation. So we have six episodes before Hannibal's even found out. Um, if he's even found out this season, mm-hmm. I, what the? I'm just, I'm like, oh, the season's over. Will's <laughs> out. Yeah. What more do we have to do? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so curious. Well, I mean, it, it really does call into question what is Will's motivation, overarching motivation for the season? Has it been to get out or is it to put Hannibal in? And And it seems to me that if it's to get out, he only got out because Hannibal said it's okay. Because Hannibal decided he ought to get out. Right. So I wonder if Will's motivation. Uh, it seems to me that that you know he, he was never particularly comfortable outside, inside. I mean, he's he's, he's not comfortable in his own skin. He's do, he's doing a job that is killing him, and he's he can't sleep at night. He's a little bit nuts, no matter what. I mean, all last season, poor Will, poor Will, poor Will, because he was in his own prison of his own making anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I wonder if. If if you'd pull out the idea of getting out as his motivation, and you instead make it getting Hannibal in, then Will is not very much closer to to his overarching goal than he was in the beginning. And also keep in mind, we've yet to see uh, your boy. Uh, oh, Michael Pitt. Michael Pitt. Can't wait, can't oh, wait. Yeah. So he's he's going to be introduced, and uh, so I'm sure there's there's probably a multiple multiple storyline arc having to do with his character, who in the book was a horrible child molester. So I don't know. We'll see how. Hmm. Who, whom was disfigured by Hannibal? Mm-hmm. So, um, and we'll see that origin story. I imagine is Hannibal not approved of child molesters? Well, I, uh, no, apparently not. I don't know. Well, he doesn't like the guy who paves over the songbirds' habitat. Look no, he didn't did like him, him at all. Look what he did to that guy. That was rough. by the way. Good, good call out on uh, uh, Big Yellow Taxi. Is the name of that song, right? Paid Paradise and put up a parking yeah. lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. And then the next line was like, it was a nesting habitat for songbirds. So I almost think it was like saying, yeah, that last line was, I thought it was in reference to that. So I thought it was really cool. Interesting. I like that. Um, do we have any news and gossip, Dando? No, not really. I mean, we could do some shout outs if well, you want to do some shout outs. No, I have no internet. You have no internet at all. I have- You're living in the dark ages. Yes. Okay, cool. Is that, a, that racial, racial? Is that racial? No. <laughs> last I checked, that wasn't racial. The dark ages were actually real. It had nothing to do with anything of color. You say I'm not real? <laughs> you Ladies know, and gentlemen, at Joe this Braswell. Moment, are we breaking up? Are we breaking up, Joe Braswell? It's over. That's a callback. Um, I love you, Julia. Um, just want to make that clear. Stephen <laughs> Ernest, Taylor S, Michelle S, Gabriel Barreto, Daphne Holmes, Alex B, four four five five, 
Ben Hamill, Maya Larks, Joe, well, Joe Braswell, of course, because he posted, he answered to uh, Maya, uh, Thigs Branhoff, I know I'm messing that name up, Alana V, Melina Torres, Arcane, Puzzled Artist, Wow, we have a lot of people. Sal, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, X one. Yep. Uh, and I think Joseph. I think I said Joseph Boza, but we'll say it again. Joseph Boza. And you said Vanilla Cupcake tweeted at you. Yeah. And uh, cool. somebody on the chat room. We don't go in the chat room too often, but someone in the chat room named Crap Weasel wanted us to know that uh, Chilton did a really great job this episode. Crap Weasel. <laughs> so that was very meta. But Sh- yes. Shout out to you, Crap Weasel. <laughs> Crap, Crap Weasel. Weasel. Oh. <laughs> uh, how about some predictions? Pretty Weasel. <laughs> Crazy! <laughs> I'm getting hardcore. Yeah. That's how crap. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> oh, I think you broke Joe Breslow. Are you okay? You broke Joe. It's not my fault. It's my fault. Cree Weezy, yo. Cree Weezy, yo. All right. Oh god. All right. Um, here, here's my prediction. Um, I think. That uh, I think that Hannibal's been in charge of everything so far. I think that uh, that this is all by Hannibal's design, and um, and I, I I'm I, I guess that's not a prediction. That's more of an observation. Okay. Um. I. Th- but that's it. I think that I hear there's a Cannibal too. I. That's a prediction. I, too, right? I think there's a sense that Hannibal's ma- you know that Hannibal's losing, and I don't think he's losing at all. I think he's completely in charge right now. Yeah. So whatever happens next is by his design. If Miriam is in, if Miriam's in the hole, then um. Then, then, uh, then other people are probably alive too. Like mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Um, Abigail. Maybe Abigail. Who Hobbs. said it first? I said it first. Don't give yourself credit yet. Oh, Just, I will. <laughs> Go ahead. I will credit myself for days. Um, I, I mean, I don't have too much of a prediction right now because it's so multi-layered and crazy, and I have no idea what's happening. But I'm enjoying every second of it. I yeah. think uh, Hannibal might be a little shocked by this new Will once he gets out, as we've seen Will in his ever-growing stag-like antlers as he's becoming more yeah, vengeful talked about that. and yeah. murderous and more Hannibal-esque. Yeah. So I think he's in for a little bit of treat, a little bit of a treat to see what Will, how determined Will is to uh, to get at him. Yes, I, I, I agree with that, Nando. I think Will's going to surprise himself as well by how much. Yeah. How crazy he's become. Well, so I, I think uh, I think that Hannibal, I think that Will's... Uh, Will's going to be protected while he's outside of prison. He's going to get out of prison because one thing that and Hannibal said is like, uh, you hurt me. Look, you know, what are you going to do to, you know, I can't remember the line right now. I just had it up and I was looking up at iTunes for some reason. Um, it, just about how other people, how he could be hurting other people in his life by what he does. So I think Hannibal's just going to really going to be pretty much throwing Alana Bloom in his face the whole time. And it's definitely going to be a very big triangle between the three of them. So now that Will's out, he's going to definitely be making a play. I think Alana is the key character to pay attention yeah. to the next couple of episodes. Well, yeah, not that Miriam for me, but uh, I think I, I agree with what you're saying, Julia. It's uh, we we really Will's very diabolical here. Like we haven't seen we've also seen Will back in his full mental capacity. We spent all season one sort of seeing Will deteriorate, you know, um, and then we're back seeing him, you know, sort of clear, but. Um, and he's still damaged because I think we like, like Hugh Nancy plays a very damaged person very well. Poor so, Will. So he's still going to be poor Will when he comes out. But I think he's I think he's going to be a different vengeful Will. This experience has changed him in a different way. So we'll see. Uh, they're going to see Will, you know, try to kick some ass and still go after Hannibal. As we saw in a preview, there was a gun pulled on Hannibal. Mm-hmm. So we'll mm. see. Um, Flippo, where can we find you? I, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O. My website is josephsanflippo.com. 
Julia. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at my name, Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. So follow me, friends. Nando. You can find me on Twitter and I believe Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here on AfterBuzz for a bunch of other shows. I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Cree Wheezy. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.